0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet podcast for Saturday, 25th of July, 2020. I'm your host, John Walker, and with me as always is Andy Vaughn. Hi, John. How you doing? And though. Hello! A beardless god which is just creepy, man. Corporate. That's it. That's what happens. Big beard took over. Andy, delighted with pumping Rangers B-team earlier
3: on. Have you even been paying attention? Yeah, I have. And did you see the beautiful tweet? Mm-mm. Oh, oh, super. Hold on while I show you this, just because... From who? Rangers Football Club. 80 minutes goal. Dylan Powers scores for the visitors. One four, and then underneath it, JCK. Ha 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 ha. Dundee United are shite. Four one to the Jers. Oh wet It's one four to them, bastard. <laughs> 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 so, aye, Rangers have been playing an absolute B team, but you know it's pre-season. Doesn't really doesn't really matter for much. It's just nice to be playing in those sort of games again.
2: Aye, well, Rangers are playing Motherwell just now, but it's been delayed just now because I don't know what's happened. I, don't, I can't tell if Motherwell have got players that are testing positive or players that have not arrived at the stadium yet, but it's meant to be live at six o'clock and it's not kicked off, so. Interesting. Uh, it was meant to be on some premiere, so it's meant to be on TV, but it's not kicked off yet. Okay. But um, last week's pick, it was it was all right, we all got a bankers in, which is, yes. which is always our kind of bread and butter, if we get that, we're always quite happy. Blackburn versus Redden had a goal in the second half. I was super concerned because it was an absolute goal fest in the first half. But you only had to wait 11 minutes for the goal in the second half. And that was odds at 3-10. So you were getting just over, just under 1-3. to three. So it was good odds to add to any accumulators you may or may not have had. But I had it. So I was quite happy.
3: Yeah, I had uh, Kawasaki frontale away at Yokohama. Um, they won 5-1 odds of 4-7.
2: That was the. There was a lot of chat in that in the Facebook group as well. That was like a
3: solid, solid bank at the start. Yeah, oh, it's nice when that happens. Five one, no messing about. Grand forty seven is a big price as well.
0: Exactly. It just uh, Andy. Andy does Asia, as John put it, is uh, <laughs> is becoming a fast becoming one of our most profitable segments.
3: So we're recording this on Wednesday, and they played this morning. Kawasaki Frontale against fagalta and and I'd obviously back them again just because they're on such a good run. They went 2-0 down in the first half. The two shots that Vigaltas and I had both went in. And it was just looked like it was going to be one of those games. I was like, did I re-back them? Mm. Sure enough, Kawasaki Frontel go and win 3-2 with three second half goals. So they're, they're just brilliant. I've got a lot of time for them just now.
0: Oh, I they are an excellent team. And they've, uh, if you're getting bankers at 4-7 that win
3: 5-1, count me in. Yeah. I mean, those odds are going to start coming down. <laughs> so ride that in as long as it's going.
0: Uh, and I had Perth Glory versus uh, Ziggy Gordon's Central Coast Mariners. Uh, Perth won one
2: 0 4-11. Return of Australian football is good if you're unemployed because there's been a game every morning. Unemployed. Fantastic for me.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, it's been it's been good. It's it's interesting. To, that, one of my picks this week is based on having seen quite a lot of the midweek games. Um, uh, okay, but yeah. So no, g- good on the bankers to start last week.
2: Yeah, no yeah, there's The no banker of value annoyingly.
3: Um, if the banker if the banker treble comes in, I'm sorted. Yeah, actually set up nicely. For the whole, that's it. Fine. I don't I, I don't need to really care about the rest, which is nice. But we're run through the values anyway. I'm annoyed at my value
2: because I took Hull and Luton, both teams, to score. But I did caveat the game with I really fancied Luton to win this by a single goal. I had said 2-1, but I fancied Luton. Luton were 95 before kick-off. Even adding to that, the Hull had been pumped midweek. So I wish I had just went, trusted my gut, and went with Luton to win instead of the both yeah. teams to score, which had happened midweek, which was on our Midweek Picks podcast. But didn't this time. Luton won 1-0. Didn't get the bet up. That was really, really frustrating. But Luton won. Hull are just absolutely dreadful. (laughs) Awful. Uh,
3: They're in serious trouble.
2: And your value was Yokohama?
3: Yeah, they get beat 4-2 by the Kashima Antlers. The only win the Antlers have had this season. Um, I would look at that very much as the outlier. Because it could have been that they're a good team that are going to come good. But they get beat again today. Um, Kashima, I'm backing against Kashima is probably the right way to go, although it didn't work that time.
0: Yeah, I, I, I was kind of the same with mine. i had Pomfredina versus Almeria, and I was uh, confident that Almeria would would go and win that away from home. They actually got beat two one after coming back to one each. Um, that's the misnomer in Pomfredina's form. Uh, they played. They've played seven games. Uh, Sorry, they've played eight games, and that was their only win out of eight. Like No draws or anything in between there. They even went and lost midweek to um, Zaragoza, which is, (laughs) when you look at where that's put them there, they, they survived relegation by one point. So that game actually kept them up, and it meant that Almeria didn't manage to get into that automatic promotion places. But they, they, they're safe, safely in the, the playoff zone. But, yeah, but just about an odd one. It was, it's unusual for us not to get any of our values. I think that's, I would say, anyway. Yeah. I mean, I generally,
2: one of us hit a, a one. Yeah, usually, usually, Gordo, but this has been asked. Yes. To be fair, I did see a lot of people say last weekend was definitely a freak week. There was some
3: howlers oh, last weekend. I had an incredible weekend last weekend. <laughs> That's
2: because you stuck to Asia mostly, though, and everyone else is betting on like Stoke to beat Brentford, like stuff like that.
3: Just- no, 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 no. Free bets, man. Um, I used a. What did I do? I think I backed Tottenham to win the first half because Poker Stars were offering a free 50 quid bet. That sailed in. Bet 365 were doing a matched free bet up to 25 quid, which I put on an anytime goal for both Giroux and Fernandez. Which was fantastic, yep. And turned zero into 300. So. That was that was it was a good weekend for me, but it was a bad weekend generally
2: for the betting world. And we'll get on to that right now because my outsider and it's similar to the whole Luton. Like I know I sound like maintenance consistent myself and try to make my tips sound better. But I said Arsenal, Man City. I fancied Arsenal would be in the game after ninety minutes. but but I'd said the draw instead of doing the double chance. The double chance was seventy two, which was still good odds. The draw was You mentioned double you mentioned the double chance, because I took the double yeah, chance. Yeah, I mentioned the double aye, but my pick was the draw. Ah,
3: uh, okay. That, yeah. You're being harsh on yourself there.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. But I was like, <laughs> I, was, um, I was like, I uh, just like popped out at a barbecue over at my partner's house. And I was sitting at her dad, I was like, I really fancy Arsenal get something out of the game. And he stuck a good amount of money on the double chance. But I didn't, because I'm unemployed. So I had like a £2 <laughs> request a <of> bet. <it. laughs> yes, Absolutely cash gutted, money but, right there. I know. Got to do when somebody's winning, like, 700 quid because of something you said. Mm-hmm. And you've got to time to uh, <laughs> but Yeah, I was, was still them yeah. Two and, L, and that probably cost a lot of people the, their coupons because a lot of people would have had some sort of accumulation on Man City to win that game comfortably. Yeah. yeah.
0: And my outsider was Perugia versus Cremency, uh Cremenese, sorry. I had their way at 23-10. It was an L-0 draw. So it, it, the, the home team were... Uh, Perugia had been absolutely rank, but they were... Um, Kremenace just couldn't couldn't get a goal, so nil nil in that game.
3: We're sort of settling into a bit of form in in Japan now. Trying to find out exactly where the teams are going to sit with six games in. Uh, I took Urawa Red Diamond, who had be, been quite good up to this point against the mediocre Tokyo, but Tokyo won two 0 which is kind of what you would expect on paper if you hadn't looked at form, if you just you know based it on previous seasons. So I think in the future I'll um, maybe start looking at Tokyo again as a winning prospect and just avoid Urawa Red Diamond games for the foreseeable future.
0: Yeah, they took a rinse in this morning, didn't they? They they lost four nil. Tikishiwa Razol. The, the Tikishiwa yeah. Yeah.
3: So stay away from the Red Diamonds for the for the minute. Um I think they probably got a couple of wins just straight after lockdown and that maybe made them look a bit better than they actually are.
2: Mm-hmm. This week on the charity bet, it was
3: me. It was me who hates charity Gordo. Oh, you're getting
2: a reprise here. But I am absolutely gutted, man. Like this is So West Brom had lost to Huddersfield on the Friday night. Stoke versus Brentford was the early kickoff. Brentford was my pick away at four to five. Brentford had to go and win to get in the automatic promotion spots. And if I could use like the most one of the most used cliches was they didn't fucking turn up? They were yeah, they were awful. Rotten.
0: They were are absolutely rank rotten.
2: But do you know what annoys me? Michael O'Neill was one of these managers that I was really excited to see transitioning into club management because I always downplayed his Northern Ireland style of play to being one the quality of players you have, and two mm. you've only really got like a short space of time to get people organised and results. So the best thing to do is
3: organise a defence and play for that. i keep it simple. Yep.
2: they are fucking
3: horrendous. They're. They're not horrendous because they've won a lot of games. They were very bad in that game.
2: Mate, yeah. well, okay, I've watched them twice this season. They get pumped 5-0 off Leeds and they beat Brent for the 1-0 doing nothing. It, 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 they're, they're a tough watch. It, so Stoke always, but I was kind of hoping it'd be something different. I'll still, like, he can get a pre-season. Oh, he can get a pre-season, then I'll judge him. But it's very Tony pure. Maybe they're just a team that can't play any other way. Like it's just been
0: drilled
3: manager. into the uh, now. Aye.
0: you get into the stadium and you just you want a 0-0 draw or like to, to, they, they're the most under 2.5 goals team ever aren't they like just let no fun Um,
3: I, I used to have a thing for years where I just wouldn't put Stoke on a coupon like either side just avoid all their games yeah they they, just, they they get a win when I when I backed against them and then if I backed them or a draw they, they'd just get demolished yeah horrible
0: I, uh, I made a really interesting graph that I was going to share on the group. Uh, that was the appreciation of the word Brentford in the champion in the Trample bet. Uh, Facebook group over the weekend, so it started very much uh, increasing when uh, Sto- when the, the other West Brom lost, it got to a fever pitch hype right before the game when they were eight to thirteen. It then plummeted through the axes right down when they they lost because they're shite, and then shot straight back up when Andy can brother break a greyhound with the name what was it FC <laughs>
3: Mister Brentford, Mister Brentford
0: <laughs> rocking home at two one for everyone. So that 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 dug us out.
3: That was really that was really good. I know a lot of the Facebook group got on that as well. Um, yeah. So it's a, f- a friend of mine that's involved in uh, dog owning syndicates, uh, of which I am um, a, a couple of weeks ago bought my first shares in a new dog that will be uh, that will be coming out soon. So watch out for those posts.
2: Nice, nice. And it's, you guys uh, done right? So, you guys did your job. We
0: did. Yeah. I had Verona versus uh, Atalanta to be both teams to score, I believe. Yeah, yep. and it was it was both teams to score. So you need to know. Uh, I took
3: Kobe to beat Shimizu and they did 3-1.
2: So, two out of three last week on the charity bet, everyone got the bankers, so can't complain too much, but we are going to th- fucking try and get this charity. I've got a nailed on one this week, my charity bet's
3: in already, I'm so confident. Why don't you, just, why don't you just get me to pick them, the charity bets?
2: <laughs> still three. Maybe, maybe you should veto more, like maybe we should actually
3: veto more. No, be like no 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 no, no. no, no take, you're not no taking take it, that John no take some personal responsibility and do your pick right
0: <laughs>
2: yeah John
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Scots Abroad this week so yeah people have seen there's a Scots Abroad Instagram page now Scots underscore abroad underscore podcast that's where we'll be doing most of the updates we won't do anything through the Trample Bet Twitter page anymore so everything will be through there It'll be up to date. So if you follow that, this will just be white noise to you. But we are going to move this part onto a separate podcast as well so that we don't have the break. We can just talk about football the whole way through. So this will just be like a read-through bit normally, like I'm going to do right now and just update you on what's been happening. Liam Henderson, employee took a 2 lead He then got set off, so with another one of his uh, teammates. They then crushed down 4-2. The goals were like 94 and 99th minute because of the red cards and VAR reviews. Ollie Bucks played twice. Alaves beat Betis two one, which actually kept them up in the league. Yeah, he set up the first goal. Then they lost five 0 at home to Barcelona in the last day of the season. Ziggy Gordon played ninety minutes. God, it was your it was your banker. Perth Glory beat Central Coast. Central Coast have now lost like eleven games in a row. So they weren't absolutely- too bad in that game, to be honest. Like I, I watched nice. most of it. They weren't
0: fantastic, but like I, they looked like they were probably going to lose about five 0 on paper and one uh, nil was a better result than that? So, yeah.
2: Um, Chris Cardins has made his first start and gets his first assist for Columbus Crew. They won 2-0. So they're throughout the quarterfinals. So the way the MLS has done is they've changed their season structure to be like, instead of the conference, all the conferences playing, and then get into the MLS Cup at the end of the year, they've just split everyone out into like four or five teams and they're just playing a World Cup type tournament just to get through the MLS so they can take the break again as standard. Because really in America, they can of have soccer overlapping because once the other sports come back, nobody's going to watch it. So they're going to try and rush through their season and get it out of the way and then come back to it again at like January, February as normal. Jack Elliott. So Jack Elliott plays for Philadelphia Union. He's a centre-half that's half English, half Scottish and hasn't really made any declaration either way. He played 90 minutes for Phillies. Adrian won each way Orlando. Lewis Morgan. Inter Miami still haven't got their first points yet in the MLS. They lost 1-0 to Gary Mackay stevens New York City. Gary Mackay stevens only played the last 10 minutes. Johnny Russell played 55 minutes against Colorado in a 3-2 defeat. He actually came off at 1-0 down. And then Danny Wilson, also Scottish football, got sent off and then Kansas went on to win 3-2. Johnny hey, Russell- Liverpool
0: and Hearts, Danny yes. Wilson.
2: Danny Wilson. <laughs> nice. And Johnny Russell actually played this morning as we were recording. They won 2-0. He scored after 51 seconds. And it is the fastest goal and in sporting history, I believe the earliest goal in and history, because it's a game that kicks off like at 8am in its local place. Because these games are getting played at like 8am in America, which mm. sport wouldn't in the local time zone? Yeah. So, because I was like going, that's no right, because Australian football's on at like 7am. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, that's not the case in Australia. Yes. So, is the the is it that's the saying that's the earliest goal in sporting history? 8.01am. Wow. Hmm. And they were on a win 2-0. So that is a quick fire Scots Abroad Roundup. Um, like I said, Instagram, Scots underscore abroad underscore podcast. Everything will be posted there up to date. We think Instagram's the way to go because people seem to be posting copyrighted videos and nobody gets pulled up for it. So yeah. I feel more comfortable posting stuff there than posting stuff anywhere else. So that's what we'll, that's what we'll go for. We've Tell me, got, John.
3: Yes, Tell me more about Danny Wilson, because I'm a big fan.
2: Mate, He's not played the last two games. That was the first game he came on and he's been sent off. So,
3: I liked his hit single, Mary's Prayer. <laughs> I think that late 80s. I have no idea what you're talking about. Danny Wilson was a band from Dundee <laughs> by frontman <laughs> Gary Clark back in the late 80s, early 90s. And they were quite famous. I'm so glad lying.
2: But you were the, the bonds. So it's fine, God. Though you it
3: wasn't. Were too young. It's fine. Don't know why they were called that though, because none of the band members were called Danny Wilson. <laughs> they just picked, picked a name. Maybe <laughs> it was this guy. So into the future. <laughs> and then um, the biggest
2: Scots abroad probably this weekend is Paul Craig. Is fighting on Fight Island. Yeah, and they're set to go ahead, which is really good. It looks like some fucking setup by the way over there. You following Chris Bungard's Instagram? he's uh, just like. In the fight, in the cage, but in the cage playing golf Aye. on an island himself in an area himself, just like
0: see after seeing him play football and seeing him fight in mixed martial arts, I've now found a sport that I think I might be alright. After watching him play golf, might beat him around a round of golf. Certainly not a footballer fighting
1: anyway.
2: With Scots we'll move on to this week's picks. So Saturday, twenty fifth of July. My banker is in the Portuguese league, so it's the last game of the season. Benfica versus Sporting, there is nothing to play for. I'm just going on the fact of that there's nothing to play for. Porto have won the league, Sporting can't catch Benfica. Second half goal is two to nine, so just under one to five. Benfica's eight games since returning, have all had a goal in the second half. So I'm very comfortable that this will be a goal fest. I think with them they've nothing to play for, it makes sense that it'll just be more relaxed. There might even be some youngsters making their appearances. So, Benfica spot in Lisbon, it is Saturday night. A goal, so over 0.5 goals in the second half is 2 to 9.
3: Cool. Um, I'm obviously, well, this bit writes itself. Uh, I'm in Japan, Sunday, 11am, back in Kawasaki Frontale, just to win. You don't even need to know anymore. Yeah. Like, do, we, <laughs> do we at least have the odds? That's it. They're they're one in the three at home to Shonen. so that was actually won all five of their league fixtures since returning. Um, they've scored seventeen goals in the process. They're top of the J League, sixteen points from a possible eighteen a because they drew their opening game way back in February. Shonen only have four points so far this com- this campaign at all. This will be this will be an easy. This should be an easy home win. Um, hopefully, there's none of the drama of Wednesday morning of them going two know <laughs> down and having it pull it out of the fire. Um, but yeah, one one to three just for a straight up win. I'll probably also be taking a handicap on it as well. Just the amount of goals that Frontier are scoring just now. Um, it's worthwhile. But for banker purposes, home win. Cool. I have no arguments.
0: Absolutely nothing for me there. Uh, mine's, my banker this week is in the Norwegian Elite Series. It is the 10th round of the season. Uh, it's ODD at home to Alessand. Um This game has been played almost every season since so between 1998 and 2017 this game has been played let's see 13 times 12, 11 out of those times ODD have won it Allison are not a good team since lockdowns came back they've drawn two and lost four eh, ODD have been slightly better than that they've they've beat some better teams in there they beat Brand 1-0 they drew a Hagast they lost to the lead leaguers um Bodo at 4-0 but they have beat Valaranga as well coming back um, 4-1 ODD are a better team like if you look at the leagues overall ODD are in 7th um, with 13 points Allison have taken 3 points from their first 9 games they're absolutely immense uh, and at 2-3 to three, I think that's good banker for me
2: which is quite a big banker price yeah that's good. that's good basket value I'd be, that'd be way too scared of those odds
0: yeah, but they, they they look they look pretty good, and it's it. They're that
2: Allison. They're absolutely rank. So that's it for me on banker. I just don't think they score enough. But I mean, it sounds like Alicent the boss. Well, they don't. They may not score enough, but Allison have they? They have. Well, they've played
0: their nine games. They've scored eleven goals and conceded twenty nine. Right. Uh, Odd have scored thirteen and conceded eleven. So if Odd score, they'll it's- score plenty. Allison concedes all the time. They lost 7-2 in their first game back from lockdown.
2: <laughs> hey, okay, okay. I'm sold then, I'm sold. Good man. The value, my value is in the A-League. It's on Friday, sorry, Friday morning. Central Coast Mariners versus Newcastle Jets. I'm taking the away team, Newcastle Jets, at 8-11. I watched the game against Sydney FC, and they were 1-0 down at time. They absolutely dominated in the second half. Sydney looked like it was their first game back. I know it was, but Newcastle Jets looked exactly like they did before they stopped. They were the fitter team, they were the better team. Central Coast will be, will be annoying. I can guarantee they'll be in it at half time. but they look like they're just free-falling out of this season, to be honest. They don't drop divisions, so it doesn't matter. But they look like they've just lost interest. I've seen Brisbane get a couple of points in the, like, the last few weeks before we stopped. So, Central Coast Mariners versus Newcastle Jets. they awaiting team, Newcastle Jets, eight to eleven to win. Good pick.
3: Okay, so for value, the J League Sunday, ten thirty start. This one, Kashima Antlers versus FC Tokyo. Um, as we we're saying at the beginning, I think we've seen enough from the Antlers now that they're perhaps in a little bit of trouble, um, whereas Tokyo seem to be pretty rock solid. They're up. Um, so the Antlers have only won once. Uh, in the season. That was when I backed against them last weekend. But they've since lost midweek. Um, lost our other five games. Only get three points from six matches. Tokyo, they're now third in the table and 13 points. Kashima. I mean, getting Tokyo odds of 13 to 8, I think represents good value here.
0: I, I would say that after watching, after your, your other picks as well, and you're hoping that that's not this isn't in... Uh, and antlers, I know we've backed against the antlers a good few times, but yeah, they'll turn it around. But T- Tokyo are much better. They had a great game
3: this morning, so yeah, Tokyo Tokyo should be solid this year. They should be up the top end of the table. Um, you know, they'll have aspirations of contending for the title. Um, the antlers are f- five losses through six games, getting thirteen to eight on a team that will be title contenders at the end of the year. Beat them at thirteen to eight is big. That's that's where the value bet comes in. Yeah, those odds are huge. That's excellent. Nice.
2: I like it.
0: Uh, I am in the same league as John for this one. I am in uh, the Australian A-League. This is Saturday morning, uh, 8am. It's Wellington Phoenix versus Adelaide United. Now, um, as John was mentioned, they've all been on BT Sport uh, of recent. And I watched Wellington Phoenix's uh, part of the game this morning. They look really, really good. They're, the, teams, they're the, the league's form team. They get thirteen points from the last five games. The only loss coming to league leaders Sydney FC. Um, the polar opposite are Adelaide United. They won their first game back against uh, Brisbane Roar, but prior to that, had lost four on the spin. Wellington Phoenix, uh, sorry, Adelaide United are very much like Perth Glory, who well, who Wellington Phoenix beat this morning. They are getting into the kind of playoff area, but they're they're lower down. Wellington uh, and Phoenix have nine more points ahead of them this season. I think 11 to 10 for the form team in the league is good value here. Um, and having watched the fact that they've got Gary Hooper, David Ball, uh, both playing for them just now, who are both... If you look at the league's top scorers, they've got three in the top... I think three in the top 10. They're quite free scoring again as well. I fancy them. And if you look at the way... Uh, if you look at the, the goal difference they score roughly the same amount of goals. Wellington Phoenix have scored 36. Adelaide United have scored 35. However, if you look at the con- um, concession of goals, this is where it, I think it really becomes value. Wellington Phoenix have I've ta- only conceded 27 goals this season. Adelaide United have conceded 42. So they're almost 20, go- uh, well, they're 15 goals worse off um, after playing 22 games. So just under a goal a game, they concede more. I fancy
2: Wellington Phoenix, 11-10. at Wouldn't be surprised if they won it 2-1. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Uh, Wellington Phoenix were a team that we backed like four or five times before all this happened. They, they won all but one home game. Um, I like the over one point five goals second half as well. You're getting the same odds. You're eleven mm-hmm. to ten for two goals in the second half, which is ridiculous because I think it's happened like seven out of the last eight times that they have played. So, yeah, have we look at that as well. But I like this as a value pick. I think Wellington Phoenix will win this quite comfortably as well. Thank you. My outsider is a team playing right now. Actually, it's Man United away to Leicester. I'm taking Man United away and both teams to score. So the odds are 3-1 for that just now. Man, you were dreadful against Chelsea. Rested too many players. It was almost like they weren't really too fussed about it. They are playing right now. It's 0-0 against West Ham. It's a 0-0, right? Yeah. I think they'll go on and win that game comfortably. I think they'll win 2-3-0 in the second half.
3: Well, let's hope they score a goal before half time for me. Right, okay.
2: <laughs> um, right, and Marshall's just been booked for a dive in the box. So Bastard. that's not that's not good going. Oh no, wait so, I, sorry. I'm being this has been really weird. We're recording a podcast. Oh wait, no, it was a tackle from somebody else getting in the box. <laughs> um, but I want Manu back in because I kind of want, want Manu to displace Leicester just because I think Leicester have been absolutely shocking in the last like three months, even if before they come back to the season. They've just been dreadful, man. Like, they're a different team at Madison. So, yeah. I think Manuel will go on and win the game just now. And I think they'll rock into Leicester knowing the end. The problem is, if they win this, they know they only have to go to Leicester and draw. But I think that's what will make Leicester attack them and leave them open to Man United's counter attack. Which way, Martial, Pogba, Fernandez, and Greenwood is just devastating just now. Manuel picked them off. I think Manuel win. Honestly, I think they could win as high as 3 or 4 1. Think like it'll be a comfortable win. I've just not seen anything from Leicester that suggests they will not get beat by Manu. They've been absolutely dreadful. They were awful against Tottenham, and it was a similar setup where Tottenham let them have all the ball and just picked them off in the counter. I think it'll be the same thing, and that's where Harry Kane, like Marshall and Rashford and Greenwood, have him on toast for pace breaking. So three to one, Manu. Both teams are score and win at Leicester on Sunday. Three to one. Cool. Nice.
3: Um, I'm in Italy. This game's Friday night, so um, AC Milan versus Atalanta. Atalanta are eleven to ten favorites. They're unbeaten in ten games uh, since the restart, of which they've won eight, drawn two. Actually, the last two away games. Um, but in each of their last four away games, they've opened the scoring in three times. It's been pretty quickly within the opening thirty minutes. So I'm going to take Atalanta to be leading at half time at just under two to one. You'll get 17-10 to 10 just now. Uh, but as more bookies open that market, you might see it go up slightly.
0: I haven't watched the Atalanta games because I've been on both teams to score in all of them of recent. They're really good. They're, their front three are so free scoring at the moment as well. Um, I think so, we're yeah.
2: and I have got a penalty here by the way. Oof. It looks like Pogba's just punched the ball. Like He's going for his face, but he puts his hands up right in front of him.
0: Well, you can let us know after I tell you about Wolves versus Chelsea. Well, I was just going
2: um, to say, Atalanta Milan. That was another one that was going to put both teams to score and no draw as well. And you were getting uh-huh. 95 for that. It's just the two free scoring teams just now. But AC Milan, Ibrahimovic. My word, honestly.
0: And Chouhan as well. The, the other guy. They've been they've been for a front three that are actually quite underpriced. If you look at like you get you can get Ibrahimovic. I was transfer market posted this earlier on today. Ibrahimovic is only worth three and a half million. Chouhan is eleven million. Like for a front three that really wouldn't cost much to move anywhere, they're really, really good and they're free-scoring.
2: Um, yeah. I don't know if you can see behind me, Gordo. Uh-huh. Miguel, Miguel Antonio's about to step up. And hit a penalty here. This feels like Ham. one of
0: these...
3: Is that one nil West Ham?
2: Was, that, was it any goal, Andy, in the first half?
3: No, man, you to win the first half. Fast. Sorry, it was tiny. It was tiny. Tiny bit. We're all good.
0: Um, so, yeah, so I'm going to talk about Chelsea versus Wolves. So, this game is on Sunday, uh, I believe. Uh, it's that's the 26th, yep. isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. So on Sunday, um, so Chelsea versus Wolves. I'm going to take Wolves in this spot here, purely because both teams need to win. And having watched Chelsea over the last couple of weeks, not that convinced. They did a very good performance in the cup um, where they beat Man United, but they cared about that game. This game itself, Wolves pick teams apart That with Adama Traore at the moment. Having watched how pacey he is and striding at the box, like, they just look a different outfit. And I don't know, Chelsea have been very good. And this is the reason it's an outsider. But I was unconvinced in their 1-0 win over Norwich. Like, that's a team that should be absolutely getting scudding them. Um, they lost their previous game to Sheffield United and then they scraped past che- uh, Crystal Palace with a 3-2 win at that point. Wolves beat Crystal Palace 2-0. They had a crap draw with Burnley and beat Everton um, 3-0 their prior game. I quite fancy Wolves in this spot. And I think they're a big price. Um, anything can happen in the, the last day of the season really for me Wolves and Chelsea both need this
3: point I don't like it I, just after watching Man United Chelsea don't, I don't I, like it
2: my biggest thing is tonight I, I, Chelsea going win at Liverpool they don't need to play any players ahead of the FA Cup final mm-hmm. but
3: yeah, if they also do they
2: true. need to win on Sunday so I, I, mean, I could feasibly see Chelsea going and beating Liverpool tonight at Anfield because a they with only yeah. get for a party. <laughs> uh, yeah, and if, if Chelsea do that tonight, that takes them up to 66
0: points um, with Leicester, Man United to follow in that spot, even though Man United are obviously... Um, well, Man United win 62 points, they'll be one nil down. Um, so Wolves need that game more at that point. Um, but I think the price will go down if that's the case. So you're getting mm-hmm. 3-1 to just now. If Wolves need to win, probably about 2.5-1 you're going to get. However... Having watched Wolves, I just think they're a really, really good team. They've got some yeah. pace going forward. And yeah, they do. Yeah. 3-1, Wolves.
2: Okay. I mean, it's as good as odds as any, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, this week's charity. So, a £10 treble of our own money, which we've never been able to hand over the profits. Like since Have we not, not been able to do it since we get back, or have we since we get back? Uh, I don't think we've had a charity up since we get back yet, no.
3: no. I've lost one charity pick since we get got back.
2: I didn't lose last week. So it must have been before lockdown, the last time we got the treble up. However, this week I'm positive about mine. Like, I have absolutely no doubts. I'm in Friday night's French Cup final. It's PSG versus Sunetien. Kelly and Mbappe, to score at any time, it's 8-13. I'm actually thinking, you know what? No, I'm changing that. I'm going to change it. It's Mbappe and PSG to win for the even money, just because there's no point in not taking that because I can't see PSG not winning that game either. So Mbappé to score and PSG to win even money. Mbappé scored seven in his last four appearances against and um So he scored in every game for PSG he's played against the team and scored one and two against Mon- uh, when he played for Monaco. He's just absolute dynamite. Like, it doesn't actually even matter how a team play. Like You normally expect a player like that just to only be effective on a counter-attack. But... He just tears the team apart with his pace at any point in the game. Like He doesn't need space in behind. He just gets behind people. He's so fucking quick. But his finishing's unbelievable. St. Etienne are going to get absolutely pumped. Anyone who can have seen. I think Celtic had a decent spell yesterday in the friendly. PSG had a full strength side out. From the minute it went 2 0, PSG absolutely destroyed them. It was horrifying to watch, man. So I can't see anything other than PSG comfortable winning this game. And if they do, Mbappé will score because he's an absolute machine. So Friday night, Mbappé and PSG, even money.
3: Cool. I've also got an even money pick. Uh, It's the J-League Sunday morning, 5.05am start, UK time. So nice nice and early. It's uh, the Yokohama F Marinos away at Sapporo. So Yokohama won the league last year. Pretty mediocre start to this campaign. Seven points from six matches. They're actually two points behind Sapporo in the table with only seven points to Sapporo's nine. If you look into it, Sapporo's two recent wins have actually been against the Kashima Antlers who are losing to absolutely everyone and also newly promoted Yokohama FC who have lost their last two matches 4-0 and 5-1. So they've beaten, they've get, they've been given two wins basically by playing against two teams that have been absolutely awful. So I think the price on last year's champions of even money for an away win is good and I think it will serve the charity bet well
0: Okay, no quarrels with you in Asia as discussed. I am in Austria in the Austrian second division. Uh, this is the second last game of the season. It's Amstetten versus Klagenfurt. I'm going to take the away team Klagenfurt and you're getting them at a variable odds price now of 1-2 or 3-5 to five at Bet365 Klagenfurt have won their last five games on the spin. They're top of the league. They need to win this game to win the league They've got two games left. Amstetten are in sixth position on 39 points. Nothing to play for. So they've got nothing to play for here. If you have a look at both these teams, there's only two I think there's only two games uh, left for Clagenfurt. Uh, if you have a look at them just now, they've got Innsbruck and they've got Amstetten. They have the ability to to basically put themselves out of the, they can put themselves as champions if Reed lose uh, the team that are in second place. So Klagenfoot are in first on sixty one points. Reid are in second on fifty eight points. There's no one challenging from below them. Forty seven's the next. Um a team that needs to win, that has won their last five games away from home versus a team that doesn't it does not matter what happens to them now. They're mid table, there's no promotion or relegation in this thing. It's one up, one down. Bizarre way to run a league. Um so Klagenfoot
2: away from home, three to five. Oh, can't, I just always worry about away games, but you, didn't guys, wait. you guys won last week, I didn't,
3: so I'm going to show up.
2: <laughs> um, anything else this week, do you get your draft uh, right after this?
3: Yeah, there's another fan So we had the Trample Bet fantasy baseball draft last night. It was great fun. Uh, everyone turned up, apart from Gordon, who auto-drafted. There is there is no scummier person in the world than someone that auto-drafts. What about the person that just leaves the draft
2: because it's too confusing for him?
3: I looked Better. at one thing and went, nope. Be- yeah. Better. You
2: just put it
0: in the Be- hands bit of, of the bit gods, of self-respect John.
3: self-respect about you there, John. <laughs> better. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I've got... So that's been done uh, because the baseball season starts again. So it's a 60-game season this year, which is a lot less than the normal 162-game season um, of every other year. Uh, I've posted some stuff in the Facebook group about who I think will win each division. So you can check that out. Uh, you can get the Atlanta Braves to win their division at odds of almost two to one in the National League East, which I think is pretty good. So we be between them and the Washington Nationals, um, and I like just the youth in the Braves team. I um, think they've got a bit more about them, uh, and I think two one one's a big price. Uh, I think there's a huge price in the Cincinnati Reds in the NL Central. Um, so you get them at three to one, maybe more than three to one. That's a wide open division, but. Siding with uh, the fact that they've got a really good starting rotation this year. I think their pitching will see them through. And they could be a good outsider. Uh, in terms of the overall thing, I'll post some stuff up about I think they might win the World Series. But again, 60-game season really could be anything. It's, it's just going to be really interesting to watch. I do have an outside tenor on Cody Bellinger to hit the most home runs this year. So that's a wee, a wee prop bit. Uh, 17 to one is just is just really big for a player of his caliber, uh, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what that home run total is. Um, there was talk of Henning will get over 20, but with only 60 games, you can see the home run total being between 15 and 20. And I think Bellinger's up to it, so uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. It's going to be pretty fast paced for baseball, which is usually a very long, marathon drawn out. Uh, the the 60 games will really really make it interesting this year. So I'll post, I'll post things throughout um, in the Facebook group as the weeks go by, uh, if I see anything interesting. But I do like the look of the Atlanta Braves and the Cincinnati Reds to win their divisions at, at big prices. The rest tend to be quite odds-on shots. I'm just
0: excited for baseball to be back. It's great. It's like it the perfect, you-don't-have-to-pay-attention sport to watch. Because yeah. it, 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 the noise happens when you, you've got to look
2: oh hey somebody's done something quiet his back down again um, on the Facebook group and Facebook search Trample Bet Podcast we're letting people join just now as long as you're not going to tap people up and try and take betting subscriptions off people <laughs> it's pretty much free, the community's growing people are interacting more and more don't be shy as I keep, keep saying this every episode join it and interact with people because I know that there's people winning bets and then Like they're no sure whether to tell people or not that they've done bets and stuff. Share your bets when you're doing them because you might, you you will have seen something or investigated something
3: that we haven't. It's that simple. So to add to that, the nice thing about it is it really is a community now um, and a good community of people that understand sports betting and are obviously interested in sports betting. So if you put a suggestion up there that doesn't win, it's fine. Because what people will yeah. do is look at your suggestion, investigate it for themselves, and then decide whether they want to back it. It's not like these tipping sites where you just get like one line of information and then loads of people go, oh, that didn't win, because they're blindly following it, not knowing what they're doing. The people in the Facebook group bet on sports. Yeah. They will yeah. They will investigate further and they'll be appreciative of the fact you've brought something to their attention to have a look at. Certainly, that's how I view it.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Even to add to that, it was, um, we never done a UFC fight night last weekend. Just pushed for time and couldn't get time together to sit down and do a podcast. It also takes us hours to do. But George Jones has put three picks up, which I think we're currently like seven to two, if you would taken all three, and they all won. So Brilliant work. If you're just looking at people, it was seven to two treble, he'd put in as a suggestion. People can look at that and take it. I mean, I mean you don't even need to put a lot of money on it just to enjoy it. Five of you are getting 22 quid back, you know what I mean? Even uh, even uh, I think
0: people like David Kelly posted questions as well. He asked about Cardiff FC last Friday after we recorded the podcast. Uh, who ended up resting like eight of their eleven players, uh, and we'd, we we kind of said that as well. Like they didn't need to win that game, so they probably wouldn't play that um, before. But yeah, a, lo- a lot of really good posts this week. Andy, you that greyhound, uh, Mister Brentford. Yeah, that was knighting so cap- Captain Brentford. Um, so that that was great. I see Brian posting about the fact that on Saturday morning, I think there was a basically a trample bet treble that Skybet had highlighted, um, which was um, Perth Mori, <laughs> Yokohama, and Kashiwa Raisa to win. Our picks. Our picks. It's like aye, yeah. It's not just the Daily Record that are stealing content. Um, <laughs> and there was that. And then I think my favourite show, um, which is what we were talking about before, like even if you post a losing coupon, um, I believe it was Gareth Walker posted about the header for Harry Kane what what is it Harry Maguire to Harry Maguire, Harry Maguire and, uh, and who was it who commented uh, I think it was David Kelly who commented he's more likely to score an own goal of which he did about 15 <laughs> minutes in um, so yeah, yeah like posting a losing bet you're never going to get chastised for we're all interested in it here so yeah if you've got pals that are interested in it invite them to the Facebook group we're seeing good little community spot uh, pop up but yeah good work again
2: That was the podcast. Have a good weekend.
3: Happy hunting.
1: Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.